Keeping it real. On cliffcentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the cliffcentral.com website where there's a show for you. Two minutes past ten on Friday morning. This is Sex Talk on cliffcentral.com. Why are you waving at me? Tanya. What's going on? And don't Tanya? shake your head either. What is the sign language? I love you, Jonty. Please caress my flower. That oh. we can do. All okay. you've got to do is ask. So drop. simple. There we go. <laughs> so good morning, everybody. We have some really cool and wonderful people in the studio this morning. And some of our team is missing. House flooded. Upset stomach, all these women, you know. Well, we have flooded, fl- we are flooding joy and juicy other stuff, and maybe in other people's houses. It's yeah, not that yeah, lucky. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, let's con- concentrate on the good, healthy, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. It's a nice t shirt. Thank you again. You're scoring, mm. uh, you're uh, <laughs> you're getting there, John T. I'm every time very cool so with us is somebody whose work i've been following and reading for quite a long time on facebook and i really enjoy some of your articles and we've actually had one or two little conversations over over time which is very cool pamela madsen here from america pleasure really cool and ron i don't know your surname ron stewart stewart Stewart. ron stewart very cool it is so wonderful for you guys to be with us but first something quite special is happening with one of our team members Yes, it's on. Hello. Good morning. Hi. So we have to say Mazel Tov to you. Thank you. That Thank is so exciting. Is it Claudine. So Am I on air? You are on air. <laughs> I'm on air. Thank you. Hello. I'm so excited. So how did he propose? Oh my God. So he got. So what? I'm actually sitting in the middle of a meeting, and this is the first anybody's hearing of it. Yes. But um, he took me yesterday to the Saxon, and oh. I had a full body massage. Yeah. I've got my nails done and my hair done. So I really was feeling so pampered and amazing. And then he took me for dinner, and I said, woohoo, I want a party, because I'd been drinking copious amounts of wine. Uh-huh. And he was like, you're not partying, you are going home. So I was like, oh, you're so boring, you're so boring. And then as he opened the door, there were all petals and um, there was fairy lights all over and like fairy lights and photos of us and got down on one knee and he said, will you marry me? And I was like, yeah. Oh, my word. Wow. Fun. Fun, fun, so, fun. And then he took you by storm. <laughs> Amazing. So and deep. you know when you feel like, your life should actually stop. Like, why am I at work today? Why mm. do I still... Like, I should be on holiday in the Bahamas. Mm. I should actually be on holiday. Ah, uh, that's so beautiful. Well, we wish you guys so much happiness and so oh, much thank pleasure. You. Love thank you, you so much, darling. Thank you. And we can't wait to come to our first Eros Life 
workshop as an engaged next couple. Up, well, next time, that's awesome. so beautiful. So the 29th, come to yes. water massage on the 29th. Next time, tell us what we happens. Tell us what happens after yeah. you, you propose, get proposed, which kind of sex you have. Okay. I will. I promise. We should have been bonking the whole night, but oh instead God, we totally, totally drunk. <laughs> totally drunk. So yeah, in your dreams. Yeah. In my dreams, exactly. Beautiful. Exactly. We deserve, just wish you so yeah. much pleasure. So yeah, thanks, guys, and thank you for the call, and thank you to the listeners for listening to my beautiful engagement. Lack of bonking story. Wonderful. And next week, make sure your little butt is in the studio, please. This is I will. I'll, I'll I will. I will. Thank you. Thank you. so much love. Thank Thanks, you. Clutine. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, guys. That was love our, you all. Thank you. We love you so much. That was our amazing, mm. amazing little comedian. <laughs> she has the most amazing mm. sense of humor. Wonderful. So let us begin with this. Ninja sex. Chocolate starfish, Twitter bag, Calipagian. Today's dirty dictionary word is Lady Abbess. Dirty dictionary word. Lady Abbess. Any clues? No. So an abbey is where the nuns live. Okay. Okay, which is so far from where we're going. Any ideas, Pamela? I went with Abby. I went. I went with a. I went with a convent, an abbey, and a lady who loves her labia. Loves her labia, lady labia. Lady labia, Abby lovers. Lovers of the labia. <laughs> of the labia. Let the rain okay. drop. Okay. Thanks for that, Ron. Appreciate you like bailing me out of the abbey. Okay. Well, we're kind of in the ballpark. <laughs> we're in the ballpark. So please join our conversation on 0861-555-189. Message us to screen. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. What Twitter account are we using today? The normal one, Sex Talk. Sex Talk on yeah. So please message us. And that's really cool. So a couple of interesting things. First, I gave a talk last week at the Pink Weekend in Rustenburg, which was really, really cool. Interesting question came up. Do you work with gay people? And from the beginning of my journey of working in sexuality, I've always worked with gay people, men and women. But it's never kind of been emphasized. And this brought home to me, like, why? And it was a very interesting moment. So on our new website, which is going live this week, yes? Um, it will be up on there. Um, but to make it really formal, I've always worked with gay people, men and women, and that's really, really cool. Do you work with gay people? You know, it's really interesting. Yes. We, we are work gay with gay people. We are gay people. <laughs> you know, the whole concept of the sexual binary, mm. gay, straight, yes. trans, you know, and, and the gender issues, I think as you become more involved in your sexuality, the more unboxed things become. Yeah, and, and it just becomes working with people. And it just people. becomes working mm -hmm. with people, mm -hmm. and it becomes mm -hmm. working with erotic energy. And um, I just prefer to say that I'm an erotic creature mm -hmm. that works with other erotic creatures. Um, so, yes, are we LGBTQ friendly? Of course we are. We are all those things. So, um, you know, I think we get very caught up in labels. Yes. You yesterday at dinner, somebody was talking about um, S and M, 
and they were sadomasochism and they were saying, well, you know, it's all those whips and change and banging of vloggers and I'm not into that or maybe a little soft spanking. And, and it was like, whoa, that's the tip of the iceberg. That, that, you know, there is so much more subtlety to playing with power. Playing with power can be as simple as looking at you, Jaunty, and saying, Jaunty, sir, absolutely, may I offer you a glass of tea? And that's it. Yeah, and that's the most amazing power. So we get yeah. caught up in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So next thing is that bookings are open for waves of pleasure in Mozambique. We've got a great, great package. So it's three days of swimming with the dolphins, conscious sexual learning and experience, beautiful beach, beautiful food. So check that one out. And we have put together some dates for two wonderful workshops in Cape Town. Over the Easter weekend, the 27th on Sunday is sensuality as a tool for connection, healing, intimacy, and meditation. And on Monday, the 28th, sexual skills, the art of sex and the art of pleasure. That is, that's where I want to live. That's the world I want to live in. Sunday, we do that. Monday, we do that. Tuesday, we go to learn a few secrets from Pamela. And uh, then Ron comes and practice with me on Wednesday. That sounds to me like a good idea. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Exactly. We practice the rest of the week. I love it. And on Sunday, we rest. (laughs) Well, not like Monday, we start all over again. Yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) I'm, I'm actually kind of excited. I'm sitting here with three people that are all dealing with female sexuality and female's pleasure. Am I right? Or is it pleasure in general that you're dealing yeah. with? Yeah, so explain to us yes. the idea and the practice, please. Sure. So the work that we do is called um, Back to the Body, yes. Sensuous Retreats for Women. And, and we do concentrate first um, with the woman. Um, for the woman, she must be able to... You know, love her body. She needs to be able to surrender and open to pleasure. And women have so many blocks in our culture to opening to pleasure. We were speaking to a beautiful woman last night and about coming to have a session while we're in town. And she's like, well, but then you would see the cellulite on my body. (laughs) And it was like, really? That's what's holding you back Mm. from exploring your sexuality is this concern about some kind of skin on your body. Mm. And so helping women get past the concern about what they think people see when they look at their bodies and go to another place, which is how do they feel inside their bodies? And women never get there. Mm. Because they're always so busy trying to get to a climax, keep up with the dude. How do they look in what position? So they're always helicoptering around their own sexual experience. They're never in it. So what the work that um, Ron and I share is helping women actually put on their own, their own blindfold, mm. really. Right, putting the blindfold or taken off. D- well, put, yeah. <laughs> both. <laughs> but, depend, yeah, it depends. Right. Who, depends who, yeah. which women, which woman. Well, we're wanting them to get into their body. 
So by blindfolding it, it yeah. awakens the internal eye. Okay. Yeah. So going so, inwards. Yeah. Different so metaphor. Yeah. To, to stop helicoptering. So you stop worrying about what you're looking like right. mm-hmm. in that moment. And what are you feeling? Yeah. Most, what we do is one-way touch. So all of the feelings are, all of the direction of touch is mm. towards the client. Mm. We stay clothed. Yeah. We're not sexual surrogates. We're somatic sex educators. You want to talk a little bit, Ron, about... Because yeah, my work is in the same context, mm-hmm. and that allows somebody to have the fullness of their experience. Correct. So often I get asked, so can I touch you during the session? And the answer is no, mm. because immediately that splits the focus. It becomes about something else. Yeah. And it's not about you. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they might want to lay a hand on just for grounding and security. And it's like, yes, you are actually here with me, witnessing me. Mm. But yeah, we're not looking to get engaged in their um, erotic experience. Because immediately then partner kind of way moves into a whole lot of expectations, a whole lot of patterning and conditioning. Exactly. And, you know, for many of us, male or female, there's this desire when we're in erotic energy to give back. And by removing that need or that aspect of it it allows clients people women men to really stay internal it's Mm. like what's happening here what does this feel like where am i going while they're receiving this Mm. and that's hard for a lot of women to just receive it's hard for a lot of men just to receive yeah absolutely you know it's it's hard you know like we haven't been raised in a receiving pleasurable atmosphere Mm. like i don't know what's happening in africa or south africa around sex education but in north america it was all about fear-based education so you're either going to get pregnant you're going to get an sti you're going to have hairy palms you'll go blind pretty much the same so all of it is like fear-based so you're 13 your body's raging and wanting 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 but the story is bad 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 you're going to go to hell And yet, you know, I mean, for me, my body's desire (laughs) reigns supreme. And and there I was, like, you know, cruising and doing all that kind of stuff. But it was always cloaked with, like, some level of shame or some level of guilt. Oh, my God, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be killed for this or something. I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. I'm, I'm a bad person. And there you are at, at 13 and your your nervous system is laying down the tracks for your adult life. And if you don't get a check on it, then you, you continue on with guilt and shame mm. as being the erotic elements that, that work with you. And so how much fun can you can you have in, in that? Yeah, kind of how much pleasure Almost, would you allow yourself? Yeah. Well, I call that a pleasure ceiling. Mm. And so, you know, many women have pleasure ceilings, so they may be able to experience arousal. And I, I break it down differently for women than normally we speak about the erotic response for women. The patriarchal model is get it on, get it off. And women have arousal, which is, its, which is its own experience. Definitely. And then they have orgasm, which I don't, which I consider separate than climax. Yeah. So arousal is when you're feeling hot and warm and excited and turned on. And often we go wait. We hardly get to visit arousal. Mm-hmm. We're so busy trying to get to climax that so we skip all these other parts mm-hmm. of the female orgasmic response. The middle part, which is orgasm, which would be the time when we start calling in God. Oh, God. God, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. That's when you're like playing with the Rolodex of fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. In your, in your mind. That's when you're having all your thoughts. 
And that's then, where you kind of start understanding it. you already own it and mm. now you're playing, you're raising you're it, it up. Yeah. And then climax is the little death, what the French call little death. Yeah. And if you were having a climax and I asked you to move your little pinky, you probably couldn't, but you could during <laughs> orgasm. So what we do at Back to the Body is we really explore all three aspects of the female um, orgasmic or erotic response and honor them. So it's not about, hey, baby, let's teach you how to squirt and you're going to get a merit badge. There are <laughs> no merit badges at Back to the Body around the work that we do with women. We're not... Um, goal-oriented. Yeah, it's not about a performance. It's not about a performance. It's not about the orgasmic Olympics. Mm. It's about how do we as women embody our sexuality? How do we live turned on hot lives? I I said to Tamara as we walked in, it was raining, and I said, of course it is. The sex goddesses have <laughs> arrived. The place is now wet. The flowers <laughs> are now opening. And that's really what we do is women come in and they say, oh my God, I feel so dry. Oh my God, you know, I'll never be able to feel again and will I be able to? And after three days, they're hanging from the ceilings. Mm. Beautiful. You'll have another rainfall in about five days. <laughs> Luckily, thank you for saving us because South Africa needed you. Thank you, Pamela. <laughs> thank you. But for me, it's very special because uh, Jonti's been doing the work here for mm -hmm. many, many years. You've been doing the work in somewhere completely different around the world in New York. And there we go. The principles are the same. Yeah. It's always take uh, the orgasm out of the equations. Always about celebrating what's already was yours to start with. Yeah. And that is amazing that Jonti's preaching constantly but it's wonderful to hear it also from a woman that works with women but it's such a liberating Sorry, and important Ron. idea no. to just get that idea alone yeah. out of sexual practice yeah and be in the pleasure slow it all down yeah mm. yeah and oh. i love that just well that's what builds relationship right mm. we slow it down and it builds oxytocin yep. and that's when the loving feelings come mm. back exactly. i mean you know baby and mother suckling and nursing like that energy creates the bond between mm. you know child and, and mother and the same thing happens with our lovers and maybe you can repeat that because a lot of people are not really understanding what is oxytocin why is it me and my lover like a mother and a baby can you mm. just kind of explain mm. the body biological because mm. um, it, it sounds like you're very good in the biological sexological yeah there's, yeah there's some of that going on but I mean, the proximity and closeness and intimacy and gentle touch and and being together in that safe. slow simmering safe way allows for the the hormones to start moving and and oxytocin is the love bond the love glue it, it brings us together and it's eye gazing and it's wanting to be touching each mm. other and being together and sure there might be arousal in, in that place as well but you know if we continually think that oh my god there's arousal we need, we need to start fucking and orgasms need to start happening it's like whoa take a breath sweetheart like let's slow it down and let's do a lot more of the cuddle and 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 oxytocin raising mm. and build the relationship in that place that bigger and bigger and bigger things can happen so there's an interesting book quite a it was quite a while ago it was called seven year itch mm. seven year itch said mm. that that is when most people have affairs mm. Mm. and some recent research about oxytocin has discovered that the oxytocin attraction cycle in a couple is approximately seven years mm. so so I, you I, I teach a meditation, mm -hmm. and it's called Lotus Lift Meditation, and it's around something I call the arousal principle. 
So our genitals are a tap to our inner pharmacy. Mm. Okay. A portal to our, our, mm. our inner pharmacy. So the oxytocin that Ron was talking about, and um, it's also dopamine. And we can self-stimulate that every morning as a holistic practice for feeling good and turned on in our lives every day. And it can have absolutely nothing to do with orgasm. Mm. It's using sexual energy and taking it beyond the other. So it's beyond the lover. It's nothing to do with the lover. It has to do with how we, and I'm going to say as women, because that's what I'm more familiar with. Mm. How is women... You know, how can you be a badass babe? Everyone wants to be a badass babe. I want to live my life as a turned on woman. Well, how do you do that? Part of how you can do that is by accessing your inner pharmacy mm. and actually walking around in arousal. Mm. And that's more about life force energy life and force. vitality right. than direct sexual energy in the context most people put it in because yes, yeah. it's not about sex. Yeah. Right. Well, what we need to do as sex educators, mm. is unbox sex. It's all mm. sex. Sitting here talking about sex, we're doing sex. Mm. We're in erotic energy. Yeah. Hello, everybody. We're swimming in it right now. Absolutely. And we have our clothes on. <laughs> and you may have some tingling in your genitals because you're aroused. This is arousal. Mm. Arousal is creative life force energy. That is a part of sex. It's not just bunking. Okay. That. And that. that's why our women come back and come back and come back. 98% return rate on the retreats because they come, they get turned on, they grow their businesses, they change mm. their lives, they want to come back, they want to do more, they want to raise their pleasure ceiling, and they want to live their life hot, mm. turned on, doing not being afraid to look a man or a woman in the eyes and smile. It's when women stop hiding their eroticism because they can feel safe in the bodies that they trust and that belong to them. How does that feel to you, love? Feels beautiful. I, I'm coming with you to New York, that's for sure. Just, <laughs> just to see. I would actually like to experience a woman-only um, workshop because I've been... Really, I was blessed and I'm so honored to, you know, to work with John D, but most, most, most of all to be his customer and to mm -hmm. be his, to, to be with, with, um, you know, to work with him, mm -hmm. to literally work right. as a woman. Right. And it was an unbelievable, unbelievable experience that made me really understand that women can trust themselves and then they can trust a therapist and they can mm -hmm. trust the procedure mm -hmm. and they can trust their sexuality. But now that I, I own that, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know if I can imagine even what power there is for a few women sitting together and doing pleasure work right. alone. Because right. I read an article a while ago and I picked an arbitrary number. And it came from the idea that we use about 10% of our brains. Hmm. And somebody comes along like Einstein, like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, who can kind of tap into a little bit more. Hmm. And I picked an arbitrary number that said most of us allow ourselves 30% of the pleasure we can experience. Right, right. And it's kind of arbitrary. But based on, you know, once you go deeper into the experiences and into sexual energy and sexual consciousness, you start to have much deeper, much huger experiences. And it was just simply saying most of us 
at a peak, hit about 30% of what's possible. We have a pleasure ceiling. Yeah. We, we only allow ourselves to have so much pleasure. And after mm. that, you know, that's just excessive. So you've had one orgasm and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. 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 Yeah. That's my and allowance for the That's yeah. my allowance. Ooh, I'm too sensitive. Mm. Oh, don't touch me. Really, it's enough, honey. No, I'm good. Really. You know, when I was 21... <laughs> And had, you know, when they say that youth is wasted on the young boys, mm, is it ever true? Absolutely. You know, when I had the most knockout body and the most this and the most that, I would have one climax. And I would think, well, that was great. Well, guess what? I'm 50 <laughs> and I have 16. <laughs> and I and that's because I broke through my pleasure ceilings. And that's what this work does. And I Beautiful. just wanted to make a clarification. Um, we're in South Africa right now because this is one of the places that we hold the retreats, but we hold the retreats in New Orleans, in Tuscany, in Italy, in Barcelona. Um, they're all over the world, and women travel from all over the world to attend these retreats. Beautiful. So we're not, we actually don't have a retreat in New York. I just happen to live in New York. Ron lives in Victoria. British Columbia, and um, the other gentleman who's working with us right now, he, he's, he's a wanderer. He, he's a wanderer. <laughs> so, cool. you know, we, and we work with local coordinators. So the reason we do that, like why are we in South Africa? Is because we want to blow the cobwebs of the environment of sex, right? And blow the cobwebs of the women to experience different environments. Yeah, mm. because the environments are sexy. Mm, okay. So like how you experience South Africa like, as a woman from Dubai. It's like each location has a different vibration different energy. and different mm. connection into the totally. healing process. Yeah. So we yeah. shake them out of everything. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So they, uh, so you surprise them in different places in the world. Yes. Yeah. So this Perfect. is actually going out to somebody, to Cindy in Ireland, who says, I've got an important meeting for a project in about two hours. I now know what I've got to do before my meeting. Bad ah, exactly. ass check right. incoming. Right. Bad ass check. That Yay. is something very cool. Uh, Pamela, you're saying something very important and what you're saying is pleasure ceiling and you're saying we are not aware of what, how much pleasure can we have, right? So why don't you share from your experience what made you start to understand that your pleasure ceiling can be mm. higher and what is, because John D speaks a lot about those few weeks that you get really turned on by somebody or the first two years of a connection, all the chemicals are there, you're really aroused all the time, you know, today you're sexting all the time, you come back home, so that's fine, but that's not pleasure. That's not necessarily. Well, that's new relationship energy. Exactly. And that, that's actually nothing to do with what I, what we do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what we do is not, we will deal with relationships, but our work is, our work is not about relationship with other. With yourself. Our mm -hmm. work is about the relationship of the woman mm -hmm. with her own body. That's cool. That's the work. Exactly. And if that's not there, nothing else right. really happens. And exactly. Right. So right. it's about healing her relationship with her physical form. One of the first things they get to see is a live demonstration of somatic sex education or sexological body work. And they get to see me, you know, um, which receiving. I think receiving pleasure from Ron and Neil, they get to see how it works. Um, it's a very sacred experience. We only work with six to nine women that are in the room and they get to see what's possible. They get to see how we can receive, you know, so many women endure, mm. we endure touch. It's, that's okay, dear. So we teach them about how not to endure, how to speak. How, do we, how does a woman tell somebody what they like if yeah. they've never tasted it? Exactly. 
So if I've never had Thai food, how do I describe Thai food? Mm. Yeah. So if I only eat Burger King. (laughs) So what we do is we introduce Thai food to people who've only been eating Burger King. So then they have a new vocabulary of their physical body to then go perhaps to their lovers and say, you know, I found out that I like to feel this way because somebody showed it to them. Yes, because it tastes, of course it does. Because we do that at Sexpo. We do a lot of live massage demos and we do a lot of real high pleasure experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, And we do it from time to time in other forums as well. Mm. And it's always so fascinating to see how people are drawn to it and how women see this and you just see this amazing identification and how for so many men it's so foreign Mm. and they look at this is work this requires work yeah i need to learn the technique and i need to master this that Mm. and they come and ask so what's the lube that you use (laughs) that's supposed to be the magic thing Mm. if i get that then i'm going to do this right never mind anything else to do with it you know and it's fascinating when people see a high pleasure experience, what mm-hmm. the response is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let the hands so. cascade over the body and mm. feel the contours and breathe together. Yeah. It's also That's very different when you're working um, in a retreat setting mm. or with a practitioner. Because with your partner, you come in with a whole set of story exactly. of how you are with that partner. So when you work with a sexological body worker, um, somebody like somebody like Ron um, or me, um, your stories about are the bills paid and are he's you know and oh he always does that and that's all gone. It, it, it takes it out of relationship yeah. and really helps put the focus back on the woman's body and what her experience is mm-hmm. and she can relax and then she can take it home and, exactly and, and, and that's when those experiences become so healing and so much about that creative energy when you take it out of that context of relationship but then interesting enough you need to bring it back to the relationship you need to practice it okay now I learn the most amazing things with ron and pamela now I'm going back home and so many times i, I hear women say but he doesn't understand. He wasn't in the room. He was in the retreat. I don't know what I can do with him. I'm trying to teach him, but he doesn't open up. What do you guys suggest to do that? It's yeah, it's sensitive territory, right? Like men are raised to know what to do, mm. and to, it's all instinctive, and and you know, lots of bravura and and puffed up chest. So, but what we need. And what we all need is to give ourselves permission and give ourselves permission to feel awkward doing new things or to feel uncomfortable. And so just engage in a conversation. It's like, hey, you know, I went to this retreat and I explored some things and I'd really like to bring it in. Can we just have a session where we bring out coconut oil and put a play sheet over the bed and just see what happens and, and not, and not worry about it being right or being what you know. I mean, we're so habitual. It's so easy, you know, undress, arousal, put it in and out and in and out and in and out and have orgasms or not have orgasms or whatever and then done and just allow ourselves to go let's try something else and let's allow ourselves to feel uncomfortable and let's find laughter and humor in all of that and just drop uh, communicate <laughs> communicate yeah. and and drop the, drop the story because drop it, the story that's it, the new motto drop yeah. the story and allow for uncomfortable because when you're going into new territory it is going to be uncomfortable Chanty, what's going on 
Are you are you getting rec- receiving naughty messages? I am indeed. Oh no, Jonty is uh, exposed to WeChat. They a lot of listeners are sending him questions during it's not the show. WeChat. Uh, so what from where, where is that? It's the individual sitting behind uh, the glass in the control. Sorry, so he's getting messages from the individual right. and from WeChat. There's arousal the happening yeah. all over the world. That's yes. it. But you know what I like about what you just said there because one of, that's one of the most important things, right? Mm. Is to laugh about it, right? Because sexual exploration is funny. It's it's funny. And you are going to do absurd and ridiculous things. Right. And it actually looks right. funny as well. Yeah. When oh, you're my in God. Play. When you're in you're the actually, heat of it and sort of look in the mirror or just like, sort of, what, does, think, what, what does this look like right now? What the fuck is that? But like, my God, we should be making that. videos. <laughs> and we, we take it we, so seriously. So we have a motto at Back to the Body, and it's called Don't Yuck Our Yum. Mm. Okay? Don't yuck the yum. Mm. And so what that does is you say that to a couple or say that to a woman um, is that Everyone is allowed to share what turns them on without the other person yucking it. Yes. Mm. And so in order to make a safe place for couples to play, yeah? Yeah. You've got to take away the yuck. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what we always do, we always use this one little example. You know, when let's say you have a fetish about Curious George. Do you know who Curious George is? Okay. (laughs) I can promise you that there are support groups around people who like Curious George. There's an industry. There's a porn channel for Curious George watchers. You know, you can even can. Like a fetish about the characters? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. You know, that's good rule. Maybe the man with the big yellow hat. Yeah, you know, you want the man with the big yellow hat to do the monkey, you know. So, Whatever it is that you think is is weird, there is an industry right. <laughs> built around your kink. Right. So whatever, so as long as it's safe, sane, and consensual, I'm never quite sure about the same part. But I think what we're trying to say is you're not hurting anybody. Yeah. That you're not, you know, um, taking advantage or hurting exactly. an, another of course, person. Is a basic rule. Um, but as far as the sanity goes, you know, we don't want you necessarily jumping off a cliff. Um, but you, you know, can fantasize about it. But you can it. fantasize yeah. about it. Um, you know, I think everyone should own a massage table. Yes. Mm. So it's like the number one sex tool in the universe mm. is and a massage table. And it is so table. versatile because mm. the things you can, you can do, do with a that. table. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to invest any money, go out, mm. buy a table, get some coconut oil. And begin to play with touch, one-way touch, mm-hmm. with you and your partner. But to answer what you had said, so what happens when you go back? What happens is you have a woman who is returning from a retreat who everything feels different and open. She's a bit like Dorothy, who was in Kansas and went into Oz. Okay? Mm-hmm. She's going to still come back home with her ruby slippers. And even if her partner, male or female was doing exactly the same thing. Hmm. It's going to feel different in her body. She is going to be opening yeah. differently. She may have always hid under the under the blankets or in a 90, right? Mm. All of a sudden, mm. she's... Dancing inst- at the foot of the bed. Right, she's mm. dancing at the foot of the bed or she's naked or she's inviting other kinds of experience. She would change the dynamic mm. because she it's is changed. changed. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that, that makes sense yeah. completely. And we work a lot with that idea that for anything in a relationship to change, I have to change something in me. You have to change something in you. Then what's between us can change. Right. Until then, it's going to be exactly the same. Yeah. 
So that's a really important one. I mean, pleasure school. I mean, how yummy is that? How Absolutely. We have the best homework ever. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. School is never like yes this. Yes and no. Yes. yes and no. I have, it's, it's unbelievable when you ask a woman, a woman, you ask her, uh, how much time do you really invest in your sexuality and your mm. pleasuring yourself, self love, even with your partner? Last thing on the list. Yeah. Last thing on the list. And then you say, okay, but in order to get a nice body, you go to the gym, right? In order to be smarter or to have more knowledge, you go and you, you study. What's happening with your sensual lovemaking right. to yourself and to your partner life? And most of the time, it's not important. Yeah. And that changes usually when there's pain. And that we see a lot. And interesting to know, in your treats, what are the age groups? I know oh, you can yeah. see from 19 to 60 or 70, but really like... Do you identify a certain age group? 40 to 60. Hmm. And sometimes 70 and sometimes 20. Yeah, but if but, you're going to do yeah. the bell curve, yeah. Yeah. if you're going to do a bell curve, 40 to 60, and we have 20 and 30-year-olds at every retreat, and we have um, women closer to 70. And, you know, we work with six hmm. to nine women. Um, so well, they, we do get them all over the map. But, you know, there's something about 40, mm -hmm. that 40, 50 time of life. I think it's because for many women, they were so consumed with getting the marriage, getting the children, yeah. getting the job. And now the kids are in nursery school or beyond. Um, and they have time for the first time mm. to think about themselves and what is it that they want. And a lot of them say to me, you know, this violin, this body of mine is so unplayed. Mm -hmm. And I want to know the music. Right. And I don't want to take it to my box. Can you help me play the music? It's interesting because a lot of my work is exactly the same age group. Mm -hmm. And probably I'd say from about 35. And occasionally somebody younger does come along and there definitely are people older. Mm -hmm. But pretty much... Yeah. That's what it is. It's like lived long enough to understand things are working and other things are not working. And yeah. to our to our favor or to our credit, I mean, again, going back to the education mm. that we were offered, it did not support healthy lives, health, even healthy relationships. Mm. Really, because if you if you don't have that, you know, ingredient of pleasure, mm. um, pleasures of vitamin, yeah. and a lot of our relationships are actually set up to fail almost in the way that we do them. Hmm. Hmm. And the expectations that we place yeah. on them, and absolutely, I'm sure if I put the, it, yeah, there's no education for relationship. Yeah, exactly. If I put in a survey, all those things that you just said, why do you have sex? Hmm. Nobody will answer. Hmm. One of the answers you answered why yeah. you do those retreats. Well, there's and why an interesting thing because I did a little study a while ago on why people have sex. I think it was for a talk, and there was a study I think done at the ten top colleges in America mm. and they asked why do people have sex right. and the researchers figured maybe they'd have 20 answers there was something like 200 plus clear delineated reasons as to why people have sex hmm. and that starts to put things in quite a different category because it really expands Broad. yeah huh. I still find hmm. it so odd that I was born and I was raised with a, as an atheist I had no Real shame, no real guilt. My sexuality was embraced beautifully by my family. Great. And still, I had no idea. Nobody taught me. Nobody knew. When I was, when I hit 30, then I realized there's a big imbalance in my sexuality. Not because I wasn't having fun, but I realized there's too much emphasizing mm. on the orgasm and mm. finding partners. And I came to Jonti to ask him, what can I do? We started 
process together. And only then things started to get clear. It's even people that really walking around the world thinking they're great, they're having wonderful sex, great relationships. We don't know really nothing. There's so much shame around our bodies. I know one, one of my big inhibitors was my body. I just thought it's ugly. Mm. And it's too big And only women with gorgeous little bodies Have good sex and have money And have husbands and so forth But that's, you know, that's only the outcome But for me, it's, if, I'm, I'm saying if That's how I feel How do other people feel That you know, they were Didn't raised as Christian support, or religious yeah. And, yeah. And, and shameful Because when they touch there They told them don't touch There's so much barrier to, to unfold It makes me happy to know That our life force and our sexual force Is so strong mm. And it comes and manifests itself And it will come again And knock on our door The waves will keep on hitting Till we maybe wake up And open our eyes one day So this is a practice It's not a diet Yeah Okay, so mm. sexuality. It's not a target as well. No, mm. yeah. This is a practice. This is something that we all, like accepting our bodies. It's a lifestyle. You know, every day we all have to accept our bodies. I tell women, if you go and speak to a, a sex educator who tells you, oh, I love my body. I would teach you how to love your body all the time. I tell them, run. Just run. Because it's inauthentic. Everybody is processing some part of body dysmorphia or body fear all the time, whether it's aging or um, injury or illness or, you know, you know, the cellulite on our belly. So all of us have to practice self-love, self-body love mm. every single day when we look in the mirror. Our body is ever-changing. We change every day. Yep. So every day we're shown the same photoshopped images of women while we have ever-changing bodies, mm. men too. Mm. So every day it's a practice of self-love. You know, take that in. Every day we practice loving ourselves. Every day we practice being in the sexual body of our environment, not just our genitals, but feeling the warmth of a cup of coffee, right? I mean, we can't bring a sex bod home with us all the time, right? I love to have him in my suitcase, but he doesn't. <laughs> She's bulk. pointing at Ron, by the way. Yeah, I don't know, you know want to be in there, right. but anyway. I didn't yeah. ask you. This is my fantasy. <laughs> and yeah, and right. how big is the suitcase? Yeah. Who's coming with? It's right. Big, but it's pretty full too. Yeah, it's just yeah. fantasy. You know that you know the women come and they have these great experiences. They can't pack put, pack us up and take them home, right? Exactly. So part of the work. Part of the work is expanding the erotic That's into important. all the places of our lives. Uh, York shared um, a Psychology Today tweet just mm -hmm. before the show. So it's why you should have more sex. Okay. And I'm reading this and I'm listening to you and I'm listening to John T. And it's amazing because that's exactly it. It's not have more sex. It's have more eroticism in your mm. life, have more sensuality. Mm. And it says, you know, sex makes you smart, sex makes you uh, look and feel younger, all those beautiful things. But if you're having sex this five minutes or of in and out, is that really mm. going to make you all those beautiful benefits of uh, d dopamine? That's not going to happen. Not so much. Yeah. No. So that's Having why more sex is easy. It's very easy. In whichever way you're going to find it, that's right. easy. The sensuality, the eroticism, the sexual energy – that's the whole different right. world. It's that's the arousal, and that's the right. and that's where the power is, not in the sex. Yeah, 
Because you can have as much sex as you want in whatever way you choose. That's right. not hard to find. And there was a movie about someone that ate McDonald's for 30 days and yeah. they did not fare well. No. No. Even though so it was we, protein right. and... Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we need to be a bit more gourmet about our sex, yeah. a bit more uh, you know, artistic. I love that because I wrote an article and... a while ago about different kinds of sex. Mm. And we started with junk food sex, right. which was kind of the McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. going through fast food sex, comfort food sex, and then getting up to the gourmet experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the power. It's the power. And it, you know, it takes finding a partner who wants to play that way and all kinds of other components and it could be something that you can do with yourself so i love to talk about the erotic equation Mm. so the erotic equation is obstacle um prohibition guilt right desire plus yearning equals desire so if you have obstacle prohibition a little bit of guilt is sexy at yearning equals desire. now i can do this with a cupcake Okay, it's snowing outside, and I'm wanting a cupcake. Big obstacle for that cupcake, right? Got to get in the car, got to drive down into Mm -hmm. Manhattan, got to get the cupcake. Oh, my God, I shouldn't have a cupcake. I'll gain weight, and it'll be good for my blood sugar. Can't have that cupcake. It's so naughty. I'll have to take a picture of it and put it on Facebook, and then my mother will see it. (gasps) That would be awful and shaming. And then I must now, I need my cupcake. I've got to have my cupcake. And I get in my car, I have intense desire for that cupcake. And then I have it. And I eat it slowly, and I lick the crumbs, and I lick my fingers, and I'm by myself with the cupcake. And that's an erotic experience. So we don't always have to have it with another person. We can have it with a cup of coffee. We can have it with a conversation. So where can you find the erotic equation in your life? Obstacle, prohibition, yearning equals desire. So, you know, sex is so much bigger than we make. We like to box it up. What we're about is expanding it. And where can you find it in the world? Can you find it in a cupcake? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you're a little hot for my cupcake, aren't you? Absolutely. Well, Krispy Kreme has just arrived in South Africa. They've been open for a while. Their first two stores have opened here. Yeah, well, just don't Um, make it too easy to get. Think about it for a while. In two weeks, Starbucks is opening the first one here. (laughs) Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts is on the way, Baskin Robbins. So we're becoming kind of like the rest of the world, you know. For years, we've been limited to McDonald's Mm. and Burger King and KFC. Now we're expanding. I don't know what does it mean, but definitely I like the metaphor about the cupcake. Well, maybe you'll have some aroused locals create something that's hotter and better Absolutely. than any Healthier? of those. Can yeah, we just yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's bring oh, out more help, right? Plenty, bring but you've got to go looking for Bring them. out the chefs. Bring Absolutely. out the who have stimulated minds. Can we just mm. jump to what Europe and America is experiencing with the health mm. shops and mm. the healthier mm. cupcakes? Mm. Can we do that as well? Mm. Here? Absolutely. No? Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Mm. Anyway, for me, uh, all I can... Thing. All I want to think about is not the cupcake, but it's it's interesting the equation. It's just the equation. Yeah. I, I use the cupcake because it's it's so simple. Of course, right? So it doesn't have to always be, you know, you know, ten ten men or women popping out of a hat, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, all I see on on the internet in social media is you know um, how to ejaculate through you know through a straw and hit it three times and become a goddess and Papa Bindi and you know and it's. 
we're, we're making this into the orgasmic Olympics. Mm. And that's not what we need. No. What we need is a return to our own bodies mm. and sensuality and knowing actually how accessible a lot of women the sexuality exactly. is. A lot of women describe it as almost they, they are waking up. They are remembering. Mm. A lot of women say, oh, awesome. I knew that. I knew mm-hmm. that. I actually knew it inside. Mm-hmm. And there's a lovely lady that I'm working with now, and she read something about, uh, John T. wrote about self-pleasuring and not masturbation, mm. but self-pleasuring. And mm. she read it. She went home. She made love to herself, and mm. she said, that's not the same. Mm. I now understand. It was in me, but I thought it's useless. Mm. There's no difference. What's the difference? I'm touching myself. It's great. That that's self love, no? That's but but with, I think what we do to women is that we say to them, but if you have to do it for yourself, it doesn't count or exactly. it's not worthy because mm. they're not honoring. It may count them. more, right? Yeah. But it may count it more. May count more. Go ahead, Ron. Well, it's interesting. Like what you're saying. What's the difference? I mean, so at 13, you're told that you're not supposed to masturbate. Your body's saying masturbate. You jump into bed. You masturbate. It takes five minutes, and you go to sleep. But actually, if you want to set up a practice, it's like yoga. You set an intention. You maybe choreograph it. This time I'm going to have music. I'm going to dance around. I'm going to pleasure for 30 minutes. Um, I'm going to use my left hand instead of my right hand. I've got three toys over here, a new lube that I've never tried before. All these are options. And I'm going to orgasm in the last five minutes or I'm not going to orgasm at all. I'm going to walk out the door and be vibrating and feeling that energy. So it's it's about setting intention to create change in your world and in your life um that's a big part of what the difference is it's huge yeah it's huge because what that does is it starts to put our sexuality in a very different context yes and it includes it in the fullness of our life yes so most of us kind of have our sexuality in this little box separate from us we take it out we use it in very specific circumstances Mm. we put it away again Mm. but these kind of practices bring us and link our sexuality to everything that we are. And it's phenomenal to bring that back. So the first mm. time I did a self-pleasuring practice was when I did the sexological bodywork training, which was in 2011. And I remember laying in a field up, up from where I live. And I'm I'm 49 at the time. And I f- all of a sudden have like these memories of being 13 and and the lack of permission and here i am underneath the oak trees and the birds are flying around and i'm stark naked and the sun is out and it was such an amazingly revelatory celebratory and then at the same time there was like this nuance of oh my god like where are we and what are we doing like as a civilization that is based on sex and we grew to populate the world through sex and here we are in the cradle of mankind and it's all there's an, a, a genesis of it that all sort of starts here and the lies that we were fed didn't hasn't served us hasn't served yeah. us it hasn't served now, us at all that would be an amazing place to right. go do some ritual stuff right right where at the cradle the cradle yeah yes Definitely. so wonder who we have to bring all who do we yeah because right. you don't that's one of those Not things that you ping. don't ask for permission first mm. right 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 well, we want to go, go in the next, but we didn't know that's well, we want to go <laughs> we, the next we could go in at one in the morning yeah maybe we can do a show from there next week so we want to go um yeah a yeah, naked tour cool. through Maropeng. Mm. Mm, that can be cool through the Museum yeah. of History of uh, mm. Humankind. Well, I think mm. the closest we're going to get is the beach in Mozambique for a while. Yeah, that for sounds a while. pretty hot too. <laughs> Absolutely, you're in the territory. There we right? go. Like, yes, you know, we're on the right coast. Right? There we go. We're not part. that far, and Mozambique is just as ancient. So right. there we go. Very, very cool. Yeah, but that's one of the biggest things is putting our sexuality into the rest of our lives because that's when we can use it 
for creation, for mm. manifestation, to, as you said, grow our businesses, deepen our relationships, our friendships, and just be so much more of ourselves in the world. Mm. More, yeah, more of ourselves in the world. And then there was a conversation and a reference to being sort of freaky. And I remember uh, I had a partner whose children used to think I was weird. And I actually think that there's like this. Don't worry. A lot of people still think we're weird. It's right? fine. Beautiful. But isn't that the truth? I mean, it's... this desire to be normal is, is actually fitting ourselves into an unhealthy box. Yeah. Shoot me dead. And I think that when all of us as individuals live in the world and follow our passions and get big, that we will actually as a species evolve mm. because people will start to invent the power source that isn't going to extract from the earth. People are going to discover, mm. you know, how to take us to Mars. People are going to discover how to create desalination. All of it will start to happen when we actually live and vibrate with mm. our erotic energy. I just so believe it and so feel it because the marred up lied to truth lack of truth about our sex has created a world that is suffering it's it's we've it's a little bit messy right now and you yeah. know what? we're the permission givers yeah so when people see and watch and hear us all here doing these things really quite average looking people yeah we you are. know we are. you know we're, we're we uh, we're not rock stars out there yeah. there's no banana in the room and i'm going after this to do grocery shopping it, and exactly. i'm going home to make right. supper right. right so we are we're we actually by living out loud mm. and allowing people to see our lives our mm. process what we do we're giving permission to other people mm. to try this on mm -hmm. because it, you know if Pamela can do it, if John D can do it, if you all can do it, then why can't they do it? Mm. And the answer is they can. Right. Absolutely. And it's there and it's accessible and they can find it, you know, but they can find the portals to this work in so many different ways through books, through mm. Facebook, radio shows, you know, mm. yeah, great, attend a workshop, go to a retreat, but this is accessible. People can put their little pinkies in. And get used to the water. That's it. What are some of the hottest That's books it. around this table that you've, um, that you go back to and back to and back to? For me, I've been reading The Erotic Mind by Jack Moran. Mm -hmm. Female Anatomy of Arousal. Shoot, oh, my book. Cool. Mm. <laughs> Shameless. How go. I Ditched the Diet, Got Naked, Found True Pleasure, and Somehow Got Home in Time to Cook. Dinner, um, so published cool. <laughs> by Rodell, and they can get it in Kindle or hard copy. But that's how I turned into me. I love it. It's mm. it's almost like stay responsible, stay human, stay mm. nor not mm. normal. Sorry, mm. stay stay a person mm. in society. Don't go mm. maybe all the time run naked in the bush, which is not a bad thing at all. But <laughs> you come back home to to cook dinner. Yeah, you could yeah. be a sex goddess and cook dinner. Yeah. In fact, your lasagna would taste so much your better. Your lasagna will taste so much better. So much better. I, I love the fact that it's a lasagna. What is in? What is the secret yeah. ingredient? Lots of layers, lots of ingredients. Lots yeah. of love in this lots little finger. Love. Okay. Yeah. I come back at the moment to Marco Vesey's erotic writings. Hmm. They're really, really cool. Some very challenging ideas and some amazing yoga writing. Because I, mm -hmm. uh, with a friend of mine, I spent some time in India in Ashram, and we've been looking at some of the yoga postures and how some of the asanas are actually designed for sex. Right. Full stop. Open the body up. That's it. And 
as well as opening the body, where you put a partner into some of those postures. Right. And that is just fascinating. And at the moment, right. I'm loving that idea right. and the creation of space for something more. Right. Guys, it's been really cool. Time is well, against you. us. Can we tell people so, how to find us? Yes, we're going to do that in a second. Lady Abbess is the Madam of a Brothel. Oh. That is not what we had in mind. No. You were so far from it. There we go. Okay, Madam of a Brothel. Okay. Where do people get hold of you? Well, they can find us at our website, back to the body.org. Mm-hmm. Back to the body.org. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at Pamela Madsen on Twitter and on Facebook, Pamela Madsen with the blue verified check. They can find me and Ron. Uh, skyclad.ca. S-K-Y-C-L-A-D. Ron Stewart. And they can find Ron as well mm-hmm. right through the back to the body yep. um, website. And yep. we're in town. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Right. Here all week. Here all week. So next week, we are going to sexual myths. Yes. Sexual myths. What do you think about sexuality? What is a myth? I was listening to a guy earlier outside and uh, perfect for next week's show because one of the mm-hmm. things that he said, he didn't think he was well endowed enough to be a male stripper. Mm, myth. Myth. There we go. Myth. You do not need a big cock to be a male stripper. Full stop. So that's what we're going to look at next week, which is really, really awesome. awesome. It was such a pleasure, Please guys. visit the new website in the week, www.eroslife.co.za. Thank you again for your emails and messages. We absolutely, absolutely love them, so keep them coming. Next up is Kasper and the team. Guys, we wish you all so much pleasure, and thank you so much for sharing and connecting. It's really beautiful, and the wonderful Super. thing is how around this world we can connect mm. and share this journey in mm. so many different ways, and mm. I'm really grateful for that. Thank, thank you. you this for has having been us. a super rich introduction to South Africa. I just woke up for the first time this morning here after flying 36 hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a sweet welcoming. It thank is you. an amazing place. Yeah, this is I'm one of the most that. beautiful countries in the world with I'm the most that. awesome people, yeah. and some of the best ones are in this building right now. Feeling the vibe, yo. Shaka, shaka, shaka. Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com.